to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome to the Runner X Podcast. I'm Coach Caroline and I'm here with Coach Valerie. And today I want to talk about um, something that we've talked about before. We talk about you're not your injury. But you're also not your mobility. <laughs> We've had member, uh, a member come in recently and say, like, how do I loosen my ankle? What do I have to do to loosen my ankle when I'm running? And my question to her in the group was, stop thinking about your ankle, right? <laughs> right. Stop focusing your attention on your ankle. Because when you focus your attention on your ankle, you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing to run. And can you explain kind of what, how, what you're supposed to basically do and not do when you're running? Why should she not be thinking about her ankle? Can you expound on that? <laughs> well, the fun part, and that honestly, guys, this is the fun of running. So in, in running, it's a very simple three elements of running, and it's pose, fall, pull. So our job is to pull the foot. And so once we've pulled the foot, our work is done. And then we have to immediately prepare to pull the other foot. So in my running, I always tell people it's up, 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 because my job is to pull the foot. And gravity brings that lifted foot down and it brings it down quick. <laughs> so you need to yeah. be ready to pull. So if your mind and your actions and your thoughts are occupied with pulling your foot, then honestly, things that don't need to happen won't. So it's interesting, like we do so many movements in, in our general movements where we're not thinking, maybe you talk like I do, I talk with my hands. I certainly mm -hmm. don't choreograph it. It's just something I, a habit, I guess I've created. So the challenge is, it's kind of like if you've ever taken a picture with people and someone will always say, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> um, in our run, for many of us, we're not sure what to do with our body parts because right. we've not been taught. So a lot of people do things like pump their arms, um, push with push or reach with their feet. Like they feel like they need to be constantly doing something. So it causes all that unnecessary tension. So then if I, go ahead. And I was gonna say, and then when they come in and they learn to pull to pose, isn't that one of the kind of, as they're learning, they start to go out and run and they run with the pulling all the way to pose. And then they say, I'm exhausted. Right. Well, right. you don't so, have to pull all the way to pose when, when you're actually doing distance. When you actually, <laughs> go ahead. More than a <laughs> right, couple right. of steps is what I was going to so, say. It's right. But it's a concept. You realize like what we teach is a very simple concept that's a challenge to put together. Right. So you have been, not just you, but everybody, the collective, all of us have usually been running, walking, anything with an ink, swimming, cycling, you name it. Everything that we do, we talk about it in active muscles. We mm -hmm. think that running is moving our arms and legs. The reality are, is our arms and legs are moving because the body is falling through space. Yeah. But because that's yeah. not just because we don't talk about running that way, that's not how people run. So it's not something that they can just go, oh, okay, that makes sense. I guarantee you right now someone's listening and it makes no sense. <laughs> you right? So that's exactly. Yeah. So that's the hardest part is that first you should understand what how your body moves 
and how your body's supposed to move. That's kind of the fun part of movement as well. And so that's a challenge for people because if I'm out there thinking, uh, you know, or like we mimic people. So if we watch someone that runs really fast, well, we see their arms and legs are moving fast. So then we try to move our arms and legs fast to move faster. Right. 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 Or, or you hear people say uh, speed comes from pumping your arms. Right. I've heard that before. And it's, you know, like you think of the, the Terminator run, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of, all, of the, all of the action movies, there's yeah. a lot of arm pumping. There's a lot of arm pumping. There's a lot of unnecessary movement. But when you tell a runner, for example, most of us are type A, we're, we're moving, we're running, we're out there. We're told to work hard and push and reach and go. So it makes sense that we're supposed to be moving the whole time. Well, then until you understand that movement itself, you have one job and that's to pull and everything else you need to let go and let happen. I mean, that's a process. That's, that's the fun of the journey of <laughs> Runner X. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part because people want to get really stuck in the, what do I have to do? What is the, what is the drill? What is the movement? What do I have to do to make this happen? And or what's you and the I one stretch? Yeah. <laughs> and you and I are constantly saying, no, what do you have to think? And that the key is really to just let go, to let right. and go so, and, and let gravity and your muscle elasticity work. Right. Right. And here's the thing. So in the beginning, when you're learning, it is really awkward. I mean, you're using a lot of muscles. You are using things you've not done before. Most people haven't used their hamstrings. They've never pulled their foot. They've never done ball foot hops. So yes, there's a lot of um, movement around the running in the beginning. So you have to get used to that, of course. Um, but one of the things too, is that uh, we teach you all the self-care, right? The stretching and, and whatnot. But think about it. If you've gone to like, say you have a tight hip, right? Or the woman with the ankles, and she's been doing like, I'm doing my ankle circles, I'm doing my clams, I'm doing my, you know, what they taught you in PT. So right. don't we, like, we all kind of have that thought. Why I rolled my calves, I did my stretches. So when I go out, why is my calf hurting? Because I'm thinking about my calf. <laughs> well, no, well, because you're using your calf, right? Or you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're same, it's the same idea. So we, what we're trying to help you guys with is, in order, to, in order for a movement to be corrected, first you have to learn the movement. And once right. you do the movement correctly, so if you're running and you're only doing the pull, well, then your ankles will relax because you're not thinking about your ankles. But in order to get to that place, you have to first learn, what am I supposed to do instead? Right, right. That's, that's the key. Now, you also have talked before about we try to control everything and that the muscle can only do either contract contract or release and we try mm -hmm. to like have it do both <laughs> right? yeah which is so funny <laughs> and and when you really if you think about that the muscle can't do both and you can't control it it's like right. saying you can control your heart beating you know i guess there are people well, i guess that can speed it up and slow it down but talk about that for a second that how people try to control their muscle movement and placement. Like they want to sure. place their, their, their foot. Right. We are, we are definitely um, addicted to the, the, even the saying or the thought of foot strike. So for most of us, act, active muscle contraction is all we know, meaning right. like you control the movement. So 
again, if I put a weight in your hand and told you to do a bicep curl, that's called an active muscle contraction. You're taking the weight and you're, you're curling it up, right? You're using your bicep muscle. And if you do so many repetitions, you're gonna fatigue the muscle because the muscle is now being asked to do more work than it needs to do, right? And that's okay. the whole point of strength training. That is exactly what strength training is about. So in running, if we try to do what's called active muscle contraction, meaning like for most of us, it's either gonna be, well, let's just talk about pulling. When we pull the foot up from the ground, we are using the hamstring. Here's the thing. We only need to use 10% of the hamstring. So again, this is something we help you guys learn and teach and we teach you. But the reality is that if you just actually let the body do what it's supposed to do, natural running, it will naturally do that. So then are the calves working? Are the quads working? Yes, everything in your body is working. The challenge is if you get out of the way of the muscles, they know when it's time to contract and when it's time to release. This is something your muscles know how to do. You don't need to tell them. And yeah. so for it, it's, it's really That's cool. important. That's really important yeah. because we try to tell our muscles when to move. We don't realize it, but that's what we're trying to control. Correct. And that's part of that letting go and just can, you know, turning off the music and really trying to get, understand your body and its movement when it's running and well, really and also, knowing where it is. To understand this, we have been, it's called, we, Dr. Amanoff used to always say this to me, and it didn't make any sense. He would say to me, stop reaching for the ground. The ground is already there. Just accept it. And in the beginning, I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> because I didn't have that awareness that I was even doing that. And there's a lot of ego guys, because when I first started getting coached, I was a coach. So I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And he was so right though. In we look for the ground, we're taught to, just so you know. So it's called foot strike. People are so much wanting to control foot strike. And if you do not try to control foot strike, but instead allow the ground to come to you, you pull the foot up, all of a sudden, it's a new relationship, by the way, with your body, but gravity actually puts your foot down at the right place at the right time. And once we like, again, accept that first and let that happen, it's freeing. But it's again, it's, it's that understanding of, I don't have to do that. You know, like a question, wow. <laughs> Instead of being like, uh, most people to me in the beginning, it's they, there's so much want to talk about like heel striking. Look, I don't heel strike. And I always think, well, don't even think about heel striking because we're only pulling our foot up. See, we don't even put that in the conversation, but everywhere you go and you read, they talk about it. Well, without getting too far off track, really quick with the, that idea of, you also hear people talk about, well, I pronate or I supinate. And when we've slowed down, like looking at gait analysis and you see the foot, you know, go to the ground and you see the ankle, you know, absorb, right? The body weight and it naturally flex, like it naturally supinates or pronates. Isn't that kind of part of the natural process of the body taking the impact I've just put on it? Not because I'm not running correctly. Um, 
is supinating and pronating natural? Like I shouldn't try to control that or try to restrict Correct. It. Correct. Yes. And a hundred percent. And again, guys, this goes into like, it sells shoes really well. Yeah. You know, I mean, that <laughs> happened to me. They were like, oh my gosh, you pronate. And I'm like, ah, fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't they want make it sound so horrible. Yeah, and the reality <laughs> is it's called active landing. If the foot is landing okay. actively ahead and it's out on its side or on it, it doesn't matter, heel, side, uh, the front part of your foot, the outer, any of that extra tension is simply because instead of pulling your foot, you're landing. Okay, and, and that's and the what correction, I wanted. Yeah. Right, so in the air, by the way, in the air, the ankle should be allowed to move. That's what we're talking about. If you're, if you allow range of motion, and of course, that's all about, of course, we add ankle mobility and, and foot strength and all of that. That's all important. But if you allow your foot to move naturally, yes, it will pronate, supinate, dorsiflex, you name it. The, cha the challenge is if you do nothing, gravity will put it down just like it should, not supinated, mm -hmm. not pronated, just right down underneath you. And that's, I right. think, where we get stuck. Okay. Okay. So guys, that is it for today. I, I hope you take this concept. If you are not your mobility, you are not your injury. It's really more about your thoughts that you're creating before you go out and do that, whatever it is you're doing. Make your thought be, I'm a joyful runner. <laughs> See what that does for you. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.